Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from a trolley station in East County, San Diego. We have all day where we still have 45 minutes before we even reach the convention center. That's right, San Diego Comic-Con time. And this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. And welcome to the show. And guess what? We've got we've got a special treat for you. <laughs> Live from a pre Comic Con Writers Guild of America and Screen Actors Guild of America barren existence, where we're the only people to fill in at meet and greets, and supervising animators are there, floor janitors. It's it's, it's crazy. This is an intermittent star set. You got a fist work on back. Okay, bye. When you can't pick an intro, so you just do both of them. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Brandon again, and and welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, where we talk about Rick and Morty stuff uh, when there's Rick and Morty stuff to talk about. Yeah, and even sometimes if there's not, but uh, we're we're gonna figure it out this week. We actually do have uh, quite a bit to talk about because, as we mentioned it in those intros, uh, there is a, a little comic convention that is happening this week in San Diego. Uh, we are getting ready to go. We are not actually in an East County uh, trolley station, but it could happen. There, there's a very real possibility that we could we could record a podcast from there. There's no telling. We're, we're, we're going to play it fast and loose when we're out there. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. We're going to break down all of the things that we're hoping to see at San Diego Comic-Con, as well as some of the things that unfortunately we know we're going to miss especially with some late breaking news. Uh, but before we get into any of that, there are a few places where you can follow us. You can follow on with everything that we are doing over at Comic-Con. And uh, I'm I'm mixing it up a little bit. I'm throwing some social medias out. Ooh. I'm throwing some new ones in. Ooh. So follow us on threads. <laughs> get your threads account. We're at Rick and Morty podcast. Uh just because that's our Instagram, Rick and Morty Podcast. You can follow us there as well. Send us an email, rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. We're over on the subreddits, rickandmorty.reddit.com, as well as our own subreddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com, our website, rickandmortypod.com. Uh, and then, yeah, you can follow us uh, on YouTube. We're going to be posting videos and recaps, all kinds of stuff over on our YouTube. So we go to youtube.com, slash apathetic enthusiasm, get video versions of the podcast as well as uh, any video content that we produce for uh, the con. And then a uh, big shout out to our patrons over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. They're the ones that are helping make this whole thing possible. The reason I'm flying out there in the first place. Uh, so big thanks to all the patrons, patreon.com. Yeah, patreon.com slash patreon subscribers. <laughs> slash subscribes. 
dot athletic enthusiasm com uh yeah man yeah this is this is this in, this gonna be an interesting episode we've got a lot to talk about uh because because yes comic con is coming up and and, and we're gonna be there and, and we plan on and getting a lot of content what content we can um and yeah. i and i have a feeling that uh the next episode is going to be a little bit of pertinent and a whole hell of a lot of semi-pertinent uh adult swim stuff <laughs> yeah. so um but uh yeah 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 we're excited yeah. to get into chatting about that but you know yeah well let's let's get right into it with uh, a few things before we get into all this convention talk uh let's get into a segment that we like to call semi pertinent news semi pertinent news time that is there there you go that is now dare i say the best you've ever been <laughs> i'm 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 struggling to make a comeback here travis you know into into my prior glory of just beautiful yeah. beautiful <laughs> choir music just <laughs> gotta gotta loosen up them pipes all right first semi-pertinent news story uh and it's semi-pertinent because um as we've talked about in the past uh, there is a show over on Hulu called Solar Opposites. This was uh, Justin Roiland's other show that he worked on um, that he is also no longer a part of. Uh, but recently, uh, they dropped a season four trailer. And much like Rick and Morty has to deal with the fact that they have to recast actors for uh, the title characters, Solar Opposites, their main character, uh Corvo was uh, voiced by Justin Roiland. And in this trailer, you get to actually hear what that new voice will sound like. Brandon, have you watched the trailer? What, what do you think about how how they went about introducing the new voice? Well, I I, I was actually good with it. Um, I, I, I don't know how many other folks out there are, are good with it, but I was actually like, all right, yeah, like make a joke about it. Take take it, make a new voice, and just be like, yeah, let let's just, we're just gonna keep going with with what we have here. Uh, so yeah. so I I enjoyed the 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 heck out of it. Um, what what about what about you? This new British voice. <laughs> I, I I have to I have to be honest. When I when I watched the trailer, I I was like, oh, that voice sounds very different. But then I had to go back and watch an actual episode of Solar Opposites because it had been so long since I'd watched an episode to be like, how far off is the voice? How far is <laughs> off is this from the original Corvo voice? And it is. It is very different. It is very British, as you said. But it still kind of thematically feels a little bit the same. And I think it works. I think it is a very funny in universe way of changing the voice and immediately moving on right they're not they're not hung up on it i don't think they're going to refer back to it on a regular basis do it right at the beginning of the season i love because because this character also would narrate the title sequence every week and they would do it differently and there's a little nod there at the end where he's like yes that's right this is my voice get used to it also there were nanobytes or something in that voice ray so my voice will be sound like this in all flashbacks as well get used to it it's science you know like yeah. let's move on or whatever 
Um, so I think it's funny. And as as a animated comedy, I think doing that in a funny way and moving on is good. And and the voice sounds good. So yeah, kudos to Solar Opposites. Yeah, and I, I think they they had uh, there were some fan speculation that maybe that's what they would do for for Rick and Morty uh, move, moving forward. We still don't know what the new Rick and Morty voice sounds like, so we we can't we can't speculate on that. But um, you know the the idea of like just change it and then make a joke of it and then move on from that point in time. That felt like that might be a Rick and Morty thing. Um, and uh, so they didn't go that route, which means now we can continue to speculate. <laughs> on, on yeah, it, we we know that in uh, from our from our episode, our last episode, that in that interview with Premier Magazine, a, a French publication, that the. I think it was the vice president or president of Adult Swim saying that most fans will not notice a difference in the voices, that they will still sound like Rick and Morty. They'll just be voiced by different people. And so that's interesting to me. People are going to say, oh, the voices are different now. I'm sure of it, even if they don't sound that different. But, you know, this this fan base is known for being welcoming and inclusive. Yeah. And never having any problems or <laughs> any never, criticism never of the any content. Issues. So I'm, I'm sure this will be fine. I mean, sure you've never you never had this problem with the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not Jim Henson's voice. Wait that a minute. Sound, that didn't sound like Kermit at all. Henson had more cracking. His voice was more imperfect, which made the voice perfect. We're gonna we're gonna get off of our Muppet soapboxes here, uh, but we will be bringing those to the convention just just so everybody knows. Uh, we will have those with us. Um, in, in another bit of semi pertinent news, um, it is award season. Award mm-hmm. season's coming out just in time for nobody to show up at the awards because uh, they'll all be out front picketing. Um, but congratulations to Rick and Morty. Uh, Night Family has been nominated Woo! for an Emmy. Uh, this is Rick and Morty's fifth Emmy nomination for Outstanding Animated Program. Uh, this year, of course, Night Family being the one that they submitted for approval. Uh, Twilight Zone ah. podcast. <laughs> uh, it's, it's somewhere around here. Uh, did you did you see what the other shows were that were nominated? Mm, I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't look. Okay. I didn't look. I, I didn't I look. Just, I just. Assu- I just assumed it was a lock. Yeah. I mean, they're. They're. I mean, Rick and Morty's going to win, so it's not really a. It's not really important to know like which Family Guy episode <laughs> went up. Although, uh, if if there's if there's one Simpsons episode on there from this last season, uh, it might. That was a really fucking good episode. So are you ready ready for the field here? Yeah, let's do it. Obviously, we know we got Night Family uh, for Rick and Morty. Um, Bob's Burgers, The Plight Before Christmas. Okay. Intergalactic, spelled like entertainment. Intergalactic from Netflix is nominated. Hmm. Not familiar with that one. Okay. Uh, Primal, right? Uh, Shadow of Fate. Uh, that's over on Adult Swim as well. Yeah, uh, is a nominee, and then The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, thirty three. Is that right? Treehouse of Horror, thirty three. Yeah, you know, you know, I said this before. Uh, I said this before. The Simpsons. There's a return to form happening on the on The Simpsons, and that this last Treehouse of Horror 
was a good treehouse of horror where like it was like the first time in probably like 10 12 years maybe longer that i was like that's a good treehouse of horror <laughs> you you were texting me about it you were like you should really check this one out there's like sending me images all sorts of stuff yeah you were you were into it uh, so the, what, the thing that I'm most happy about is the comb in my hand that I picked up randomly. <laughs> and also that there's two horror themed episodes on the outstanding animated program list, uh, to th this year with, yeah. with night family, the carpenter inspired, and then uh three house of horror. That's cool. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of two holidays too, with a Bob's Burgers yeah. and a, yeah, just a lot of special episodes. Um, but uh, big congrats to uh, Rob Schraub and, and good luck to all of the team uh, with these Emmys. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens uh, whenever the awards are released. Very, 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 very cool. Now, Travis, there's there's a there's something very special about today's episode. It's not that we're talking about Rick and Morty stuff. No, no, no. It's not. No, no, no. It's not that we're 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 talking about San Diego Comic Con stuff. No, no, no. It's because we have seen the fucking turn <laughs> of the Dan Harmon social media minute. Dance back. Dance back. Social media. Dan's back. All right. Dan's back. Good. That was good. Uh, I like it. I'll tell you what. After a proverbial dry spell of Dan Harmon social media content, it is like the floodgates have been opened back up. And I didn't have to scrape and claw for some sort of social media adjacent post for this this segment dance bringing the fire not only is he posting on instagram again we're talking mm -hmm. trips to kansas city we're talking support for cody and his, his brother-in-law uh, jury duty being nominated for yeah. more emmys dance got a brand new account he's over on threads Woo! That's right. It's 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 like it's like the Twitter days again. It's like it's like the Dan Harmon tweet of the week is back, but this time in the wholesome form of Meta's threads. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I was I was scrolling through through threads, my mind of my own business when I when I came across a picture of Dan Harmon and I was like, can it be? Say it isn't so. Yeah. Uh, but sure enough. Uh, Dan is, is is posting a sad photo of himself on threads with the caption after she said, quote, hey, can you get me a water since your show got less nominations? Hashtag meme. Hashtag privilege on privilege <laughs> bullying. Hashtag still counts as bullying. Hashtag silent victims of narcissism. Hashtag first threads cancellation. Um, so there you go, and Dan. It, and, and we all know that hashtags do nothing on the, the, the platform. Yeah, they don't work at all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, so there's, there's a picture of sad Dan, oh, um, Valley village in my ring light. Um, but yeah, glad, glad. And, and I, that was the first thread post that I saw, but he actually, he's posted several 
over there on Threads. So if you missed the the old days of Dan Harmon uh, just constantly blocking people, uh, head over to Threads where I'm sure it'll happen very soon. Very, very, very soon. Harmon Block 2023. Well, that. That's that, that's great. Welcome back, Dan Harmon. We we're, we're really excited to see you this week for the meet and greet. And uh, so, you know, I think we I think that's what we should talk about going into. Oh yeah, with with uh, no further ado, um, <laughs> if you have a semi pertinent news story that you want us to cover, uh, hit us up on on Threads or anywhere else. Um, let us know, and uh, we appreciate it. But it's now time for us to move into. The, the best part of the show, arguably. It's, it's a segment we like to call the main thing. You got the main thing, baby. You got the main thing. And it, and it fades out. That, that uh... That 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 uh, vocal bass line, uh, I was so close to be like, you didn't have to cut me out. <laughs> you you oh, yeah. you were like right there. That damn Gautier, right you know, <laughs> what a what a what a guy. I I he's still hiding all over the place. Sometimes he's I'm everywhere. I'm walking through my house. Sometimes like going going to the refrigerator to like like grab like a like a like a uh, one of those like lunchable things like those 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 fancy adult lunchable things and i go and reach for the handle he's like ah <laughs> like uh, god go go I'm standing here get out of here it's the third time this week i've grabbed your your uh handle shaped dick because he does he has a handle shaped dick it doesn't matter i mean it's it's common knowledge uh <laughs> today my wife said oh yeah i had a charcuterie for lunch and i i looked her in the eyes and i said did you just eat a lunchable is that, is that all that you did? I like, no, no, there's all, there's all the other stuff. But anyway, San Diego Comic-Con. Right. Uh, we're going to go from semi-pertinent news to somewhat more pertinent news. That's right. Comic-Con is on the horizon. It is this week. Uh, lots of cool stuff that's happening. Um, but yeah, we should, we should say up front, Writers Guild, Screen Actors Guild, they're on strike. We've talked about this in the past. The, the, the Screen Actors Guild much more fresh. There was some hope, even with other events getting canceled in advance, that maybe the actors would still, you know, they could come to some agreement, they could participate in Comic-Con. But alas, actors won't be there. They're, they are striking uh, to get a better contract that makes sense in a time when streaming is super popular uh, when AI has the potential to affect careers of not only leading actors, but also background actors and all sorts of different things. Um, so it totally makes sense that they're doing this, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's it's going to have a ripple effect throughout the con, but I, I think it's still going to be a lot of fun for us. And I think there's still going to be a lot of things that we can cover. Yeah. And and I, I think I think I want to start by saying this at the very, very front of of everything. Yeah. 100% support for for SAG and WGA. Like for solid sure. solidarity for you. Uh we're not part of either of those <laughs> those those no. associations. No. And, um and so although like we do we do support 100% support uh rights payment uh compensation uh and not having your likenesses stolen by by AI willy-nilly in perpetuity. Uh 
you know, we, we do support you there. We're, we're still looking forward to Comic-Con and maybe Comic-Con being more comic related uh, as well. But I mean, legitimately, that's, that's like, whoa, hey, that could be a thing. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I should go through my comic boxes. Crazy. And, um, yeah. the sec- the se- so the second thing I want to say, Travis, is we forgot this this awesome bronopsis, right? We do bronopsises <laughs> for every one of our show notes, even if we don't do an episode. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I loved your bronopsis this time. By the way, Travis did all the show notes. Shout out to Travis, uh, taking the Shout lead. Shout out to me. T- I t- never t- get any credit on this show. <laughs> Took t- 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 the, the full-on lead that this week in really leading up to Comic-Con. So so I love you, man. Uh, so the Bernopsis is lots of news leading up to Comic-Con, bruh. Don't forget your deodorant, bruh. Uh, gotta have it. I'm bringing a full stick dude. and half sticks to keep on my person. I'm I'm gonna I might have deodorant sticks on my shoulder pads. So because when you're walking through people, you're like, God, that that person reeks. And you just want to be like, huh? With your shoulder, like shoulder check uh, some uh menin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some menin. <laughs> yeah, I uh there's another day where I'm thinking I'm planning ahead on like bringing two shirts just in case, because I'm just like, you never know. You might, (laughs) might need a day shirt and an evening shirt. It just, when we're putting in long days at the panels and things like that. And and they are, Um, and they are going to, they are going to be long days. They're going to be, they're super long days, but we're really excited. So uh, let's go go ahead and get into it. I mean, first and foremost, this is the most pertinent news uh, that exists here, which is adult swim festival on the green with, we a couple years back, uh, Comic Con, they had the Adult Swim Festival on the green. They live streamed it, and they're like, "Hey, oh, check us out! Oh, we're live streaming!" And then it was, uh, "What's his face? Some some guy uh, uh, on the stream, just pretending like they were gonna cut back into the uh, the yeah. stadium." They never did. Just, it was just hila- stalling for time for like an hour. It was hilarious, yeah. and uh, I maybe I feel bad for that guy because uh, I mean maybe. He was murdered. I, I don't think he works with the company anymore. I think they cut their entire streaming team. So oh, yeah. in a way, I, I do feel bad for him. But um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Adult Swim is set up outside of Comic-Con. Uh, this is actually one of the first things that we're going to be going to check out when we get in, into town. Um, but yeah, it's going to be going on most of the week. They're going to have all sorts of things set up outside. It is a free event. However... Uh, most of the organized events that they're doing uh, do, do require reservations or uh, will be first come first serve. So, as of this morning, they had they had they had Metalocalypse, they had they had uh, Eric Andre live, they had a Rick and Morty meet and greet, they had um, one another show's meet and greet. It was like it was jam packed. Smiling friends, I think, yes. might have been a thing. Smiling yeah. friends. Yeah. It was like jam packed with with amazing meet and greets. But Travis, what happened? Strike. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> what happened is the studio executives yes. were not willing. Thank you. To uh, come to an agreement, uh, and and the reality is, this was this event, this Rick and Morty meet and greet was in question. I think, especially in the back of our minds from its inception, from the announcement, because we knew the writer strike was already happening and the actor strike was sort of on the horizon. So when they announced a Rick and Morty meet and greet with no other details, I think it was pretty clear to to us that 
this was still an event that was very much up in the air. In the past, whenever they do these other events, they're they're very upfront about who is going to be appearing for the meet and greets. Hey, come out and meet Dan Harmon, Chris Barnell, uh, Spencer Grammer, it, meet yeah. voice actors, meet like, and there was none of that. And and I think it was there was an intent that okay, I, we're gonna we're gonna hope all of these contract negotiations work out. And there's probably like three different courses of action that we're going to plan in advance. Maybe one that includes writers, one that is just voice talent. Maybe we'll do one that's just like crew or animators. And if none of that works, we'll end up where we are now, where Adult Swim has had to cancel this meet and greet, along with uh, a few other meet and greets that mm -hmm. were planned uh, with, with, with various talents. So... Not 100% shocking, not totally surprising to me. I don't, how do you feel about it? No, it, it, I mean, we we knew when the writer's strike happened. Um, and then I think uh, a couple, maybe a month and a half ago or whatever, their SAG voted, yeah, like we authorize a general strike if, if that, that comes down to it. Um, and so we knew based off of that that like, oh, yeah, something might might happen. Uh, and then I think there was a, a brief period where the director's guild was like, they hadn't voted yet. Uh, yeah. and they, they hadn't made a deal yet. And so it's like, Oh, 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 now they did make a deal. They actually made a deal with the studios. Um, I wonder if this is indicative of what's going to happen with SAG. And then it, it didn't like SAG. Uh, they're like, no, fuck off. We're, we're, uh, standing in solidarity with our, our writer, uh, brothers yeah. and sisters. Um, so, yeah, we were kind of, we were just kind of in a holding pattern and, and definitely we like the conversations we had with, uh, with other, other folks, other PR folks, like there was nothing committed. It was like, yeah, eh, maybe get with, back with us next week. <laughs> like just bear with us. We're working through some stuff. We know what they were working through. They knew that we knew what they were working through, but we didn't actually say it out loud. There was a lot of like unsaid things in email traffic. Um, there's, I'm not going to lie. There's a small part of me that is looking forward to like maybe seeing a few of those PR folks face to face and just be like, how are you doing? Like, yeah. how's your life? Can we get you a drink? It is rough. Can we get you a drink or, or something like, you know, take, take a break. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for all you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. so it's, I mean, the, the thing is these meet and greets, those got canceled. However, the event is still going on. There's still going to be some some great acts, some great uh, things for people to see and do. Pop-Tarts is going to have a fancy Pop-Tarts tasting room. I mean, come on. Um, what come more on. do you need? What more do you need? Um, we're going to go. We're going to cover uh, whatever there is to see out there. Uh, expect some videos pretty early on in the week. I, I say early. Wednesday is is the first like preview day of, of, of the Comic-Con. But uh, we'll get some stuff out for there. Yeah. Can we, can um, we, can we you yeah. know, we, we can talk about most of the, this stuff, right? Like there's the, yeah. there, there's only there's only one thing that we were uh, not allowed to talk about. But we can talk about that now officially. Um, yeah, yeah, which, which is the a, next segment, which is so, the yeah. next segment. But uh, the, uh, you know, so, yeah, like we we've said this before. We got press passes to Comic-Con th this year. Um, but here's the thing about press passes. Press passes will get you in. It'll get you in the door. It doesn't get you priority to see 
panels. It doesn't get you priority to uh, like go into special events. Basically, the week, a couple weeks leading up to the event, you get just a shit ton of uh, not spam, but uh, invites to panels and like yeah. uh, interview opportunities and stuff like that. And uh, so, um, the Adult Swim Festival on the Green is opening up early on uh, Wednesday to to press. So we got the invite to that. Uh, it's opening. Uh, we're gonna go in there at like five in the afternoon now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we're going to check it out before anybody else is, is there any uh, of the general public. Um, and then we'll go back. We're, we will be back there on Friday as well to, uh, do, do some other stuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, so we're excited about that. That that's, that's really cool. Now yeah. I mentioned, I mentioned the, uh, the, not the blacklist, but the, uh, uh, embargo. embargo piece. So that's, that's the next piece. Travis, lead us into the, the embargo for this next piece. Yeah, so if if you're moving from uh, sort of the the I guess southwest side of the convention center, um, outside from Adult Swim on the Green, uh, you can also go over to the Hilton Bayfront area where uh, Hulu is doing their big Animayhem experience. Uh, they they have they have they were very kind and sent us like actual like press release stuff. So. Hulu Animayhem is a sub-brand that spotlights Hulu's robust adult animation and anime library and, and highly anticipated new titles and premieres, which will all show up in a big way at San Diego Comic-Con. So what they're doing is a big outdoor event. This is, again, free to the public, but this is an enter the 2D space uh, where there are all these, quote, fan activations is this a term you're familiar with, Brandon? Activations? No. You asked me this earlier, and I was like, I don't know what I, what you're talking about. I'm I don't just... know if I'm out of the loop or if this is a thing that's like been around for a long time or if this is a relatively new term. Um, but there's all these cool things that fans can interact with, and they're all set up as, as like a 2D world. Like, So you're stepping into the world of all this 2D animation. Uh, it's going to include a Solar Opposites uh, exhibit inside the wall. Uh, Zap, Yumulak has done it again. As fans <laughs> enter the second dimension, they'll find themselves shrunken down and tossed into the beloved wall in this larger-than-life experience. Um, that sounds cool. It does. Say the that, wall is that, the wall is legitimately like my favorite part of uh, <laughs> of that show. So yeah, I, I want to see that. I I didn't realize it was in the fourth season. Um, uh, but because uh, I never well, watched the fourth, the fourth, the fourth season's not out yet. Well, yeah, well, it's going into the fourth season in 2024, Valentine's Day. Uh, oh, yeah, but, oh no, season four premieres August 14th, uh, and then there's a Valentine's Day special in 2024. Um, but like, and I'm I'm showing for the for the video viewers, right? Like, this is sort of a mock up of what it's going to look like, and there's this whole like you can there's a there's an area where you can stand in front of the wall. They're going to have like. I don't know if it's gonna be cutouts. Like, I don't think it's it could be like, I think it'll be higher quality than like cardboard cutouts, but uh, like life-size cutouts of the characters. So it's gonna be a spot where you can like take pictures and look like you're in the 2D space, which I think is really cool. And there's like a little peak around the corner, uh, at least in this image, where it looks like there's gonna be a way to look like you're inside the wall as well, which seems really cool. Yeah, yeah, and so the, this next next piece, part of the animayhem. So the whole Hulu anime animayhem is it's about like Hulu really leaning into their their animated content, uh, yeah. and so this is this is what this is all about. So uh, obviously, Solar Opposites. Uh, there's a couple other shows, but 
the big one that's coming out, uh, it's back again. <laughs> uh, Futurama. Futurama is landing on Hulu on the 24th. The, so it premieres on the 24th, uh, which we, I may take a break from, but I think that's Monday. Uh, so we're going to watch, watch, watch that. But uh, that's the we, very. We might get to watch it early if we make it to the panel. Ooh, just fingers crossed. <laughs> um, but the last piece of the activation, the fan activation is going to be a. 55-foot replica of their headquarters along with a crash-landed Planet Express ship. Uh, and then inside, the fans will be able to immerse themselves in the beloved series with a variety of photo moments and immersive set builds. Um, it, it, looking at these mock-ups, it just looks really cool. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's going to be a cool thing that you're going to be able to go through. So yeah. there's a, if there's you're a, in the San Diego area... There's a Simpsons yeah, one, too. Is there, check it out. What? Is there a Simpsons one, too? Uh, yeah, I think when you first go into it, there is a big area that has these couches and then there's like a Simpsons couch, a family guy couch, and then there's like a Bob's Burgers, um, like counter so that it could look like, so, so I think that those are all sort of in the same space, uh, based on this mock-up, it looks like they may be showing clips of different animated uh, shows yeah. on a giant TV. It looks like there's also an archer stand-up that you can go stand by. So a lot of cool little areas where you can go in, take some selfies, take some photos, uh, share with your friends, things like that. Okay. All right. All right. Um, yeah. And uh, so, so, so there, there's that, that there's the anime mayhem thing. Uh, we have a few other things that we want to talk about on here. We didn't, we didn't list them off. Uh, so I want to get to these, these only press, and uh, other things uh, in a second, but um, a couple of other things that we're going to do there because we have gotten invited uh, to do some other things. So we're actually going to be able to talk to uh, the creators of Teenage Euthanasia. Looking forward yep. to looking forward to that. Looking forward to actually um, catching up on everything. And I think they're supposed to send a screener so we can ch check that out. Yeah, season two is is coming out uh, just 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 like a, a week or so, I think. So. Um, get to get to talk to them and and hear a little bit about the creative process for that show. That should be exciting. Yep. And then uh, on Friday we we do have uh, so that's on Friday. We also have uh, we have the pass plus <laughs> uh, to the Rick and Morty panel. Uh, so we we don't know what's going to happen. It's the ten years of Rick and Morty. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who's going to be there. If it's anything like the premiere uh, or the the festival that was in uh, France. Uh, Recently, it might just be Steve Levy and the the president of uh, Adult Swim, uh, but even that that might give us really good insight. And it would be so awesome if we actually maybe hear the voice, uh, the new voice of Rick and Morty. I, I think I think there is a really big opportunity for them to maybe premiere something, some sort of sneak peek at uh, the upcoming season. So if there's anything like that, we'll be sure to. Uh, be there, get all the details, and and share that with with you, the listeners, with you, the the listeners. Unity, unity, unity. Let's once say it together. Unity, evolution, come together. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going through my Adult Swim festival meet and greets. Nothing. 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 Oh, we we are. This is just a preview. We are getting. Uh, a a Venture Brothers movie screener. Uh, Raiden is the blood of the baboon heart. Um, and so, so exciting. 
Uh, so we'll be able to check that out eventually. So exciting in a time when they could have just sent us a link, but they're sending us actual. I want, I want the Blu-ray. Damn it! I want the physical copy. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, okay. So, so there, there's all of that. Now, the great thing about Comic Con is because it's such a huge event. There's lots of different people that that are that are showing up. Which means there's going to be lots of different people that we actually know that are friends, friends of the podcast. Can it be? Can it? Who who can it be now? Said men at work, uh, Lachlan, Colin Hay. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll start by we'll start by saying Oni Oni Press and Rick and Morty comics. Who do we who do we know from from Rick and Morty comic fandom? Travis. Oh, who could it be? Uh, is it Alex? Alex Fearer. Hey, there, there we go. Hey, hey. him and Fred. Also, also on Threads. Check him out. Also, okay. also on Threads, <laughs> which is how I know. It's how we know that he's going to Comic Con. Um, yeah, yeah. He so he's going to be there. He's going to be at a at a table, I think, and he's going to be you know signing comics. So um, he did obviously he did Bird Person Presents. Him and Fred Stressing uh, have have done a lot of stuff. They were they they started the the new number one for Rick and Morty, and so they're they're going continuing yeah. on with that. Um, and so w- I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting him in person, uh, because we've, yeah. we've talked to him a couple of times. He's been on the show a couple of times. Um, and yeah, he's, he's fun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he might take us around and like show us a thing or two about comics because he is so super knowledgeable about everything. He is very into comics. So like he, yeah, I'm sure he's going to have a great time there and know way more about what's going on <laughs> yeah. than either of us put together. I'll, well, I'll sh- we'll show him a comic. He'll be like, no, that's not the one you want. You don't want that one. That number two is a shitty issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a really solid Alex Fearer impression too. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want I don't want to go too hard because I don't want to feel like I was making fun. Of him. Um, but no, he's he's he, we love him. We, we love. We lo- can't we, wait to see him. We Give him a him. high five. Sign our books, please. <laughs> um, this this isn't uh, this. We've talked about this on Apathetic Enthusiasm, uh, but I also wanted to shout out uh, Jimmy J. Uh, is he? He's a he is a friend of the the podcast. He's a friend of ours. He lives in L.A. He does amazing Hawaii Comic Con, amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. But he has a, a booth that he does out at, in San Diego. Uh, and we interviewed him a long time ago. We talked to him periodically. Uh, he got me on my first moderated. I, I moderated my first panel ever with because of him, uh, which yeah. was, which was Chris Claremont from uh, from X Men, the Marvel comics. Uh, and then Chris, yeah, Claremont. the first time we did like were guests on a comic con panel was that amazing yeah. Hawaii comic con. So yeah, yeah. It was like, what is it like superheroes and pop culture or something? Yeah. And they asked us to be on it. It was so weird, that, that's um, right. but it's it a good right. time. It was fun. Yeah. I think, I think I said, uh, I, I, I said the wrong Snyder and then somebody's like, um, no, you mean Zack Snyder. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. But then, then I got on and I did moderated with Chris Claremont and then I, I I talked about like Gambit. I, I made a comment about like Gambit killing somebody. He's like, no, Gambit would never kill anybody. Gambit's not like that. And up until that point in time, Chris Claremont, the old curmudgeon, wouldn't say anything. He was not. He was not. He was, he was holding it close to the chest. And then you got him to open up for sure. <laughs> he got mad at me. Um, Chris Claremont, shout out. Um, okay. So Jimmy J, looking forward to seeing him. Uh, yeah. And 
I, I saw him in a uh, WonderCon, by the way, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's fun." It was so that's cool. Okay. So I before before we 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 mentioned this last person that we're hoping to run into, um, I I I just want to share sort of like what our plan is going into this. We we've we've highlighted a lot of this stuff, obviously. Um, we bought some new equipment. We've got some new microphones. Uh, we got some some camera equipment, things like that. So so we're coming in prepared. Um, we're we're going to be taking a lot of video. Uh, we're going to be recording additional audio podcasts, right? So uh, some of those podcasts are going to be Rick and Morty related. Some of those podcasts are just going to be straight up pop culture or recaps about what's going on. So we don't know for sure which streams those are going to get released on. Maybe we'll release them on both or something like that. I don't know. We're going we're gonna to figure that out. Um, but if you're not following us on Apathetic Enthusiasm, if you're not subscribed to Apathetic Enthusiasm, this might be a good time to go check that podcast out. If you want to get all of the content that we're going to be pushing out there, go follow the socials. The U- YouTube's going to have some short videos, maybe some longer form videos as well. Um, but yeah, we're just going to have a good time because I, I and, and share as much as possible because I know this is this is not an event that everybody has the opportunity to attend. I haven't been to San Diego Comic-Con in almost two decades. And for some of us, like that's for different reasons. But if if we're going to have this opportunity to go and check things out, um, I, I feel a personal responsibility to share as much of it as possible with you guys. Uh, so, yeah, make sure that you're following all of our, our platforms and things like that if you want to see everything that we're doing out at, at San Diego Comic-Con. That is very, very, very true. And uh, I talked about it on, on AE last week, but I'll talk about it again. We knew going into this that unlike WonderCon, where WonderCon was a surprise, I was like, oh, oh, crap, press passes. What do I do? With the, I guess I'll just go. Um, this is very different. This is uh, much more planned and deliberate, and we want we yeah. want to get them, make the most of it, make the most of our passes. Uh, so that we have the opportunity to come back again. And I was, I was worried about it for, for a while, but guess what? Uh, pressure makes diamonds, <laughs> I think, or something like that. Uh, and so th- this, this week, uh, it's, it's super important to me, uh, to be focused on, on that stuff and, uh, look forward to, you know, fuck it, you know, look forward to not just seeing, uh, Alex and Jimmy J and Jiggy Cruz, who is a fellow Rickhead winner. Uh, that's yeah, right. That's right. Jiggy Cruz, sharing my namesake. Uh, he he was the the Rick, uh, Golden Rickhead winner from the Warmageddon event last year, uh, from the Philippines. He is going to be there, and I fully intend on taking my Golden Rickhead, getting a picture with him, and being like, "Look, the Cruz boys back together." I just see you like walking around the convention floor with your Golden Rickhead, just it like. Almost fishing for compliments, fishing for attention, right? But you're just really uh, the the plot of two cruises <laughs> meeting at a comic convention uh, to combine the powers of the Golden Ricks feels like a really low budget sci-fi adventure, <laughs> and I'm totally here for it. I can't, I can't wait to see what happens. People, uh, people who are in the Rick and Morty know are gonna be like, "Oh, look, there's a there's a cosplayer of of getting a Golden Rick head." <laughs> <laughs> I bet he just spray painted that himself. <laughs> uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be fantastic. But I don't look forward to just seeing Jiggy and and and, and celebrating the power of the Golden Rickhead. I'm most excited, if anything, uh, to hang out with my dear friend Travis Menard 
in person. Uh, that's me at 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 the event uh i haven't seen you since october and i'm looking forward to hanging out with you yeah, again man it's, it's gonna be a blast uh we if if you're there um if you're hanging out if you're in the area uh shoot us a message on threads or 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 or, or comment on a video um let us know if if you're going to any of these events we'd love to say hi uh give you a high five things like that so um fist bump i don't know what's appropriate in 2023 anymore <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, we're looking forward to it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and that's going to do it for this show. Shout out to all of the patrons again for making this trip really happen. And, uh, if you, if you want to support the show and be one of those patrons, you can definitely head over to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll post, we'll post bonus content. Over on the patron, just Bonus. for for the the folks that helped fund this trip. So, uh, yeah, thanks so much to them. Uh, any final thoughts, Brandon? Before we get out of here, my my final thought is uh, bear bear with it. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We're gonna trap the the things we bought. Lav mics. Uh, I'm gonna 3D print some some microphone holders. We got camera lights. Got new microphones and everything. Oh my god. Travis has been working on his his content workflow for for reels and stuff like that. Don't like, call me out, bro. No, no, no. I, I I have to call you out on it because you know, like you, I'm like, oh, look at him doing workflows and transcribing <laughs> subtitles and shit like that. Look at you. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So shout shout out. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, and uh, we look forward to sharing our experiences with you all uh, on this this coming week. So, um, Travis. Without any further ado, thank you for the show. Thank you for listening, yeah. listeners, Unity. And until, until next, next time. time. Ha! <laughs> until... Oh, I thought we were going to share a, a jinx again. Okay, oh. Brandon, bye. Bye, I'm Travis. Bye. <laughs>